jump into today's episode, we just want to remind you to rate and review our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you're up to it, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at HBO Girls Rewatch. And if you care about us even a little tiny bit, subscribe to our YouTube page. Hey, I think it's time to lean into Lena now. Let's get into that episode. Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And today we're reviewing season three, episode five, Only Child. Something neither of us would know anything about. Amelia has three and I have one. And I have four and you have one. And my brother acts only child, so he knows about it. I'm middle child, but of course my brothers make me act like oldest child and my sisters also make me act like just their mom. <laughs> I always say Amelia's only mother syndrome. <laughs> the way I've, I'm a single mom who works two jobs and loves her kids and never stops. No, you truly have that. Um, You're Reba. You're Reba song. I'm Reba. No, I'm just my sister who was born when I was in eighth grade. I was like, oh, you're my baby. I know. You truly raised your sister, your half sister even. Yeah. I mean, my stepmom would be very upset to hear that. <laughs> would be like, that's frankly not the case. Did she listen to the pod? I don't think so. So, okay. So, let's do a little summary right now. My dad listened to the potties on episode four of season one. Mm-hmm. Currently, your mother listens to the pod, but she's actually fully up to date. And anytime you get into any little shenanigans IRL, she hears about it and then um, docks your ass and then tells <laughs> your sister to dox your ass too for it. I know. It's like, it's cool that none of my siblings listen. You'd think my sister would be excited to see me on TikTok, but she hasn't commented. <laughs> Anyways, um, this episode is about how Hannah is an only child. It's not even about that. It's like for one for scene. For one scene, which is most of an episode. <sighs> I'm not watching shows the same way you are. Because for me, it was like it was like a backhanded comment. Sometimes they kind of just like pick something from an episode and name it that, even if it's like very little. If I like if I was to name this episode, would be like book deal, uh oh, ebook to no book. Oh, it'd be like e ebook to real book to no book. No, that's terrible. Wait, can I have four to eight minutes to think about this? Yeah. Um, and just so you guys know, Evan is sick technically a little bit. I'm sick technically. I'm like, I know. I've been saving myself all day to be able to turn on now. I'm really smiling. I mean, she tried to smile. Her eye that's not turned to camera was twitching so incredibly much. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just like, Evan turning it on is now in the fetal position inside of our couch. I don't know. I canceled my date tonight so I can really why focus on the podcast. Why though? No, I don't want no, to talk no, about you, it. Amelia's giving me a long explanation why she canceled her date tonight. Can I say it or is it too much? You can say it. I'll probably cut it. Wait, don't cut this. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amelia told me that she um, doesn't have a single horny bone in her body. And on the second date, she already knows the guy's going to expect sex. And she doesn't want to disappoint him because he is such a nice guy. And she'd rather do her comedy show tonight at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday at a venue that only sits 15 people. And they're only going to fill up 50% of that capacity. So what's up with you? What illness do you have? Faconitis. I don't know. I'm just like lethargic. I I saw their boy. I ran into their boyfriend on the street last night, walking here to deliver Tate's cookies. Can you imagine the lifestyle Evan is now leading? (laughs) Is that big for you? I'm like, I only ate three of them. That's really a lot. I was gonna say, as soon as they started walking with those cookies, I was like, Evan's not gonna eat all of those. No. Okay. The thing about being sick, I don't know if this is everyone's experience. Two things. Number one, when you're sick. You, when you don't know exactly why you're sick, you just like blame the last bad thing that happened to you. 
Do you know what I mean? Does that happen to you? I don't really get sick. Okay, so anytime you're sick and you're like, I got a cold, but you don't know why, you just blame the last bad thing to happen to you. Okay. Even if it has nothing to do with why you're actually sick. What's the reason then? So it's like, oh, you ate something that was a little off. So you like don't or like you I drank out of that water bottle I've never washed before, but it's like I've never washed it before. Why is today today of all things that it's getting me sick? When we get back, we'll have our first <laughs> our first meme um meme, meme star. expert star meme we were trying to get a range memer. of people you know last be week memer would be the right word a memer last week we got a golden globe nominee and this week we've got a world famous i memer. know i can't get over that it's like um, literally golden globe nominee had to sit on my ikea couch and my mom let me throw away because she bought it to, for me it's a housewarming gift literally i mean i love this couch it's so versatile because it opens over here and you can put all your stuff in it and it goes into bed mode which is fantastic um but it also was no offense, really ugly. And the person I might be offending is my mother who doesn't listen to this podcast. So with that, we'll be right back with Young Nihilist. Hey guys, it's Amelia. Just wanted to check in and see if you wanted to make a podcast. If you do, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one so, so easy. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. You can do video podcasts. You can ask Q&A and poll questions. You can really even make money. Yeah, you can earn money through ads, through subscriptions. And you just upload to Spotify for Podcasters for free. And then it will distribute everywhere. It's absolutely amazing. Me and Evan love it. Check it out, girls. Y'all, oh my God. Can you actually believe our lives? Young Nihilist is oh here. Oh my God. Hey. Best day ever. This is Hi. huge. Hi. This is literally Do like... Do I have to like... No, you can no. talk. Yeah, you can be yourself here. You're so here. cash. Um, it's just, pretend it's not even there, but... Always focus on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you do both? Okay. <laughs> to be following your meme page for so long. Oh my god! <laughs> and now here you are. Uh, we are trying to figure out. So, what a meme person is a memer? Do you consider yourself a oh, memer? I hate that word. You hate that word. It's like Sucks. when Emma Chamberlain is like, "Don't call me an influencer." <laughs> it's like meme. <laughs> so wait, what's the proper title? Content creator. I don't know. I would say. I think they all suck. Online, <laughs> online cartoonist. Oh god, <laughs> something that. they're absolutely not um, doing. I love that. Um, comedy graphic design. Know. Comedy graphic design. Poster. Poster. Poster girl. Poster, Ooh, poster girl. Yeah. Poster girl. Poster girl. <laughs> love that. That chic. That's yeah. hot. Kids across the nation are going to be walking to kindergarten trying Young to be post- poster girl. Poster girls <laughs> when I grow up. That is every kid I meet's dream is to like post it's online. Post. Yeah. Which makes sense. Every kid's dream is to post online. Something they're all doing all day <laughs> it's long. It's free. I it's know. free. They want to freest dreams we have. I know. Thank God we democratize the internet. <laughs> what do you think about net neutrality? <laughs> <laughs> 25 minutes <laughs> chugs coffee um yeah it's starting to hit <laughs> good yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, was just telling me um how they the oh yeah get the, oh, yeah. get the close up it's uh, erica and annalise from um the princess and the popper <laughs> that's our next princess rewatch poppers oh my god it's actually really good. You slayed this. Thank you so much. Amelia's really good at coffee and editing yeah. podcasts. She has so many talents. Thanks, so. Yeah, a little ASMR. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, God. The people are going to love it. <laughs> Should we do a whole episode of ASMR? Yeah. 
let's just talk about net neutrality and ASMR today. <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. I went to worst voices for ASMR. It's so pitchy. Yeah, mine's kind of screechy. Sometimes I feel like your voice is really Yeah, you have a really good I've ASMR. You could be you could I also do... get told to repeat what I just said a lot. Really? Which is annoying, yeah. Oh, then lean into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I asked him like before I get asked to do it. Like Oh my god. Yeah. Wait, so were you we were just talking about this, but how did you discover girls? I mean, just like everyone else, like when it premiered. T. I was yeah, in <laughs> well, high school. Well, you were in New York City too. Yeah. So that was huge. Right. Were you seeing posters everywhere? Girls? Yeah, you were seeing poster oh girls. As a poster girl, you were seeing poster you girls. You saw the promo posters in real time. Yeah. God. So the rollout. The rollout. I'm like, we in ripped this off the wall. I wish we could rip a girl's poster off the wall. It's one of our biggest regrets not being born earlier. <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> yeah, I wish I would have I wish I would have known. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was still in high school in Bushwick hearing about the show that's based here oh my god and it was really trippy because i didn't quite understand yet things of the world right and what it meant uh-huh were people angry? i didn't know any white people yeah were you like who the hell are these girls no clue Wait, so did you watch any of it then yeah Oh my god! Yeah, I watched what it was your feeling? Like they're going to the Bushwick warehouse and you're living and you're there. You're like, that's actually my thing. I mean, I did fall off after like maybe like two seasons in, but I don't know what I felt. Honestly, I didn't connect with it. Really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would make sense, of course. But I did think like maybe if I go to college, maybe this is what life could be like. Mm. And was that true? No, because I didn't go to college. <laughs> but yes, in a way it is. I feel like now I definitely see myself in them and like my friends. Totally. How do you Somewhat. see it in your friends? You know, the the beautiful princess disorder <laughs> can manifest in some of the ways um, to the toxicity that I feel totally. I got accused of early on. It yeah. kind of resembles Beautiful that. princess disorder. Yeah. I'm going to think about that all night. Yeah, like, <laughs> kind of erratic behavior. <laughs> I suffer from that, high, I fear. High emotions. <laughs> very roller coaster. Really kind roller of vibe. coaster. Oh, this is beautiful. This, this, is, this All episode, we do this, is princess disorder. I know. You need to um, Run. copyright that. <laughs> no. So- oh, I didn't come up with that. Oh, who came up with that? I th- I I've, I've heard, heard before, it. but yeah. I've never heard it defined. I've never As heard opposed it. to saying DPD, because it says, like, bad connotations. Right. Borderline personality disorder. Has Beautiful princess disorder. Pre- mm-hmm. Beautiful princess disorder. Yeah, it's so much of the code of this show. Especially this episode. Which I think Adam has, if if anything, he's mm. the one. He's the, has beautiful prince disorder. Beautiful <laughs> prince disorder. <laughs> the anger and the outbursts and the. I know. Well, talk about that scene with Caroline, uh, Hannah, and Adam when they're right. all kind of doing princess disorder program. I mean, and should I add? When I was like so happy when you told me it was that episode because I'm also an only child. Oh, oh amazing! It's a good opening for me. Yeah. Wait, okay, Good. let's synopsize it really so quick. So we do something yeah. called Minute to Win It, where we all are going to do 20 seconds to summarize the episode. And it, it's just as stressful as it sounds, of course. <laughs> Here is our one-minute synopsis of season three, episode five. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Only, Only child. child. Hannah and Adam are walking into the funeral, and they're meeting Hannah's former editor's wife. And she's like, oh, my God, are you the obese girl? And she's like, well, I'm a different obese girl. 
Um, and then we kind of fast forward to <laughs> Hannah is begging away for a little book deal, which uh, she finally caves in and gives to her. Then uh, Hannah runs home and is faced with Caroline and Adam's drama. Okay, so Caroline and Adam are fighting because siblings do that. And Hannah's like, I'm going to be a therapist and work this out between you two. Let me go doctor fill mode on your asses. And she's an only child, so she doesn't really get the aggressiveness of it all. And then, of course, we cut to Jessa living at Shoshana. And Shoshana's like actually trying to get her life together because she has big plans and Jessa's kind of being lazy and Shoshana's like, get a job, Jessa. And she decides to work at a store. For baby shoes. For baby shoes. Um, <laughs> and then what happens? Oh my God. Oh, Hannah meets with the new editor people. Oh, right. Who laugh a lot <laughs> and love her self-deprecating humor and give her a real book deal instead of just an E one. But she's like, slay that's what i wanted and then doesn't she kick caroline out at the end of yes. course at the next episode Hannah then talks well, to her dad and her dad's like well your book's actually never going to get published because right. they open for the next three years and he's like she's having her princess disorder right now and then kicks caroline out of the house and then adam gets home and is like oh my god you can't just kick my yeah. sister out <laughs> you stupid like, only child and marty yeah. talks right Oh, yeah. And then Marty right. goes to Ray's and is like, I need you to tell me what's wrong with me, Ray. And then Ray does. And then there's like the tension. Classic foreplay. Yeah. The tension they've always had finally <laughs> turns into them fucking. And of course, it ends with the, both of them being like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one minute. What the hell? Keep it on the deal. <laughs> I would never tell anyone. I would never advertise this. As if I would advertise yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Were you like, this is only child... Situation. I do I do yeah. really relate to being in the middle of two siblings fighting to the death. Right. You're like, this is, why are you acting this way? Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. <laughs> like, I've never fought with anyone with that kind of passion. <laughs> Not even your parents. I mean, I just had a single mom, so it always felt like mm. I can't be that girls. mean to her. Like, yeah. And she's my only connection, you know? Of course. I didn't have, like, extended family, so... I feel like I couldn't burn that bridge. Right. <laughs> like siblings can burn the bridge over and it just reforms and then it burns. Yeah. And then Except for my grandma, endlessly. apparently. What she happened? was burned the bridges with both her siblings. And she's like refuses to bring bring them back. Also but now she that. has dementia and it will never happen. Oh god. I mean it's sad, but it's actually kind of funny the way it happened. I'm just like, I have four siblings, so I've got room to play oh, with. Whoa. It's like I, I can like I with. can pick one to love and then like two to absolutely hate and then one to be like neutral about like i can really go my own adventure that's so fun to me i'm so jealous it's actually um and she I'm, does say that line she's like it's so lonely right is it so lonely? like you think this sucks but it's so lonely it actually does seem and boring lonely. it does seem like a lot of like playing like alone in a room mm-hmm. where i know your friends like a writer yeah yeah that's which i relate really to just you gotta really create your own vibe mm-hmm. yeah to really <laughs> Make it out of thin air. Are you diary? I used to. Not really much anymore. I've been getting back to. I've been getting back into morning pages this month specifically. And it's actually amazing. Um, but I have nothing to say. I keep being like, goo goo gaga, can't wait to hit the word count. (laughs) (laughs) I kinda do morning pages too. Really? And um I always have too much to say, but it's kind of the same thought ten times over again, just formatted differently. It's like I, totally. if I was thinking about every day, my morning pages is almost the same turmoil, just rehashed differently. I think that's part of the healing journey, no? No, we love it. <laughs> okay, and we like, have to ask the important question. 
Girl, what girl are you? Honestly, none of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you thought about it and you got no answer. That's so funny. I have this really famous don't. thing for my friend where they'll be like, who am I in the show? And I'm like, oh, you're not in that one. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I relate to Hannah as the only child yeah. and the, the being a writer, even though I'm I'm not as prolific. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Nobel Peace Prize on the way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm, I've never been accused of being annoying. That's not really my thing. <laughs> I think people are like, you need to talk more. You need to like yeah, come yeah, out yeah. of your yeah. shell. I don't think any of those girls have an issue with coming out of their shell. Yeah. Totally. Um, they're very outside the shell, soft shelled turtle. Soft shelled turtle vibes. <laughs> You're like, there's not a the single shell on I'm like the opposite. Um, I have soft shelled turtle. I can't get over. <laughs> but, but Hannah, because writer. Yeah. Writer, only child. Yeah, they're, you, they're chubby. Kind of getting, you're getting you're getting overlapped. In the spectrum of chubby, I love and fat. <laughs> in the episode when she's like, um, "Obese, I don't, I don't know about that." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "I thought it was more chubby." Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't quite know That's about that. That's the funniest line. I love that my girl. only notes here. Also, are like, "Only child me," lol, and. Only we never me. hear of the random cat Marnie got ever again. I know. <laughs> the tiny oh little cat on her chest where she's like, but come over. That's the most real cat story of all time because anyone in the city who's ever got a pet, they're kind of out the door in two and a half months. I was, really? Our first guest of the podcast, Esther Fowley, got two cats when she moved to her new apartment. And there now no she has sight. no cats. And she does not bring it up. <laughs> that yeah, happens never all brought the up. time. Well, the last episode, Hannah lies violently to Adam and they never mention it again. And it's like, you yeah, mean- just about like the made up story about her cousin going to a funeral or, or wait, taking You're her right. cousin to prom. The prom. She repurposes Caroline's story. But I think a pathological liar. Yeah, but I think cats even worse because it's like, I actually want to see Marnie with a cat, but I guess they're just like, this is where Marnie's at emotionally, so we're just going to Easter egg that and then mm-hmm. we don't need to touch on it. Well, I, I guess you can always return a cat to with a guy with a backpack. <laughs> Continuity error. <laughs> I, I also like the, that little twink named Bob. I know. Who is Bob? Works at, um, for oh, David. Oh, the assistant? Yeah. That oh, was I love like, him. He's not allowed to work out. Yeah. <laughs> one of those beautiful parts. <laughs> With the glasses. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's the one that's like, that's not her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so I fun. I love those little roles. Yeah, especially when they're I like, know. I'm like, I'm destined to be booked as gay assistant one day. I want to be a twin to a publisher. Yeah, it's kind of all I've ever hoped for. I feel like we also know people with roles like that, and they're always introduced at comedy shows. Like, you know them from HBO Max's blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it's like they've had three lines in the course of three years, and they're hey, like, they- I'm a series regular. <laughs> that is regular. And I'm like, yeah, you literally are to me. <laughs> I want to poster them in my room. We're all silent for the next eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, I have watched siblings, like, go, like, pound town. Different kind of pound town. Um, Love pound town. Like, fighting. Yes, yes, yes. Fighting. Like, gir- you know, obviously girls. No, guys, um, too, I'll tell you that. Because my brother always is, like, hitting me harder than I he thinks. I don't know any men, though, so. Oh, that's beautiful. You're so lucky. You have every, your Congrats. girl. I kind of curated it that way. <laughs> and I was just kind of, it's hard to reintegrate. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know? what is, I don't know about that. No, but the girlies, whew. They're fighting, too. Girls can really pull. Fighting. And also, I feel like 
girls don't think they can actually um hit really bruise someone up mm. in a way where I feel like brothers be like I could make them really bloody and like in the hospital whereas girls are like oh they can't I can't do that much I'll just make them bleed a little mm-hmm. some I've, hair ripped out yeah I've never <laughs> I've never fought either of my sisters really. Not even like only verbally. Housing, only verbally. Which is actually worse. Sometimes fists are so much easier because then the scars are there, they heal. But the verbal ones don't heal as fast. <laughs> totally. The last time I saw two of my sister friends fight, the cops got called. <gasps> oh my god. Okay, so By maybe those scars are not oh healing as quick. God. Is that physical or verbal? It was physical. Both. Oh good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now they don't talk. My best, my well, best friend growing up got the cops called on her for fighting her mother. Whoa. Which was crazy. What? Yeah. When? It How shook the neighborhood. It was seventh grade. Oh, damn. She's a mother now. Well, I got a question for you, Amelia. <laughs> what? Girl. What girl are you? <laughs> oh, my God. So, Shoshana was only in one scene this episode, but Two. she was being... Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, but the first scene when she's sitting at her desk trying to study and Jessa is like doing nothing, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like you walking into my room being like, hey, blah, 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 trying to talk to me about nothing important while I <laughs> truly have to send an email. And I'm like, it's no problem. Hey, and it's no problem. And I'm just like, can you go? And then also the fact that Shoshana has a 15 year plan. That is so real. If I could be like any of them, I'd want to be like her. Do you have a 15 year plan? No. No. Do you have a 15 year plan? I don't even have like a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have a Google Sheets. <laughs> Wait, how far does your plan go? Three? It's only a 10 year plan, but I'm four years into it. Fuck. What? Are you on track? No. Oh, okay. Wait, nope. we were. Where's the end of the 10 year plan? 20. No, no, honey, what's happening? 29. What's happening? Um, I can't disclose that at this time. <laughs> Uh, that's like uh, i was walking down the street today i was like everything you're doing right now is for 32 year old evan don't worry about 25 year old evan today and that's my 30 that's my 10 year plan i think that's how you should live yeah but shoshana was so real for being like i need you to get a job jessa and stop watching forensics files because i'm gonna be a girl boss oh my god what and forensic that files she was. Is, and that she and was, was. forensic files i love like the little niche little reference i mean it's a big show but it's niche enough no literally Okay, us girl. What girl are you? Um, I'm like I'm allergic to cats, but I would totally be a Marnie in this situation because I would get a cat and then again leave it alone after two months. Like it's it's staying in my apartment for an hour or two. And I'm like, this is the best idea I've ever had. I kind of no impulse control, and then I'm like, actually, I want to go sing inside a, a bar right now instead, and kind of but let do you that relate cat. to her neuroses. Um, you know what? Actually, a little bit too. Like, I think the way she fucked Ray was so funny. Like, walking in, hate fuck, hate fuck. Like, I'm love. Like, someone, something in my life is I'll always ask someone for a feedback. It's one of my biggest strengths is I can ask for feedback. I just don't want to hear the actual feedback part, and it's like getting so angry about it. That and then, is mm-hmm. so true. <laughs> like, you're always like, "Can you tell me something?" And I'll tell you something. And you're like, "Not like I don't want to hear it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to be sad. So, are you on it? Like, if your friend. I feel like I'm so honest thinking nobody's ever affected by any words. And then they are. Are you like mm-hmm. that with your friends? I don't think so. Nice. I should be. No, you should be nice to them. No, I think some of them need to hear the truth. <laughs> honestly. Um, but everyone's mellowing out with age also. I think that's kinda so let true. kind of time work its magic. Totally. But I, I've only had one, like my best friend, who I had to kind of... S- that's them, your be sister. Be a little stern with. Yeah. When it came to drinking, 
And then yeah. she stopped. Oh my really? god! Really? So I don't. I wouldn't take all the credit. No, no, but no. You but I think you all the credit. I think when your chillest friend is like <laughs> yeah. not laughing, not funny, didn't laugh. <laughs> It does kind of scare some people straight. Well, some people yeah. don't realize they have a Hopefully. problem until they hear they have a problem. Like, right. they're just not aware of it until someone tells them. Like, I think, or even, like, anything in your life, but sometimes you don't realize you're doing something so well until someone points it out. Like, there's so many things where just, we exist in our own bubble so much, and unless someone points something out to you, you're just so oftentimes unaware of that actually happening. And that's why I always say, like, your biggest strengths in life or the way you're perceived in the world is actually a better description from your friend's perspective, either... You're, the question is like, how would your friends describe you or having your friends actually describe you? It's a much better depiction of oneself than how we actually would describe ourselves. That is so... Slay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I feel like a lot of my friends see me as like the stoic one, which is not... It's not my favorite thing. Right, you're like, <laughs> I actually like, have a lot cool. going on. I do. Okay, yeah. They just, they are not aware. I you have a deep that too. Like, people life. always think I'm like dead and I actually think I'm being really expressive. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, your eyes aren't really moving. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Well, maybe your friends are right about you guys. Okay, well. <laughs> it hurts. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure actually everyone's wrong at all times. It is so long. Um, oh my God, that was so mean. I didn't mean to come out that mean. But I didn't We're mean- being bullied by <laughs> the couch over here. Um, if anything, I feel like I mean, watching six seasons of the show back to back. You're um, different. I felt a little bit of regret. I mean, I turned 30 mm. like, last month. Yeah, last month. And I'm just like, I was not messy like at all. <laughs> I well, didn't really, well do... 30 is the new 20. So you've got an extra is 10 it? years. That's what everybody who's 32 you is telling me. say things. 30 years are messy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, this wasn't your experience, but I think before moving to New York City, you've not, you don't ever meet a 30-year-old before. Like, have you grew up in, in, like, the suburbs or literally not inside a city? Before you move to a city, you've never met a 30-year-old before. And you get here and you're finally meeting them and you have no idea what their deals are because some of them are living the most chaotic lives, like the lives and girls. True. Or some people are kind of the most stable person ever with four children and some have mm. a townhouse in a Fort Green, you know, and it just kind of goes run the gambit. <laughs> keep it up. You keep going. No, it's true. You don't ever know what a 30 year old looks like. And that, yeah. I have to stand with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a spectrum, but it did kind of make me feel a type of way of just like, yeah, your 20s are for that time to be like yeah. out there and impulsive and kind of messy and annoying instead of just like trying to curate yourself really hard totally. and just yeah never let anyone see okay and you know what i think it's time for lean into lena let's lean into <laughs> lena okay this segment day we're kind of just i'm doing it italian for fakosh um we're kind of just <laughs> dissect whatever is going on in lena's brain during this episode and there, honey there's a lot going on in lena's brain in this episode i would just love to start off with the point where the Lena, Hannah's, uh, Lena, Lena has mentioned, uh, prior to this, uh, the first season of the show, it's so much based off her real life and her own experiences. And we go further into the show season two and three, um, she has to kind of make stuff up. And I think it's a really good analogy in this episode where the book deal, where it's the first 25 years of her life is in this book deal. And now she has to make a, the only other option is her to write a whole new book of 25 years of life experience. She gets to generate and how crazy that would be. It's kind of a perfect analogy of what girls kind of is going the direction of. It's like Lena now has to pull from um, different 
it not she's not pulling from her own life as much, but having to create experiences up and put herself in situations. Um, so it's kind of more of a simulation we're watching. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't agree more. I also think when she is interviewing with the new book people, it's like hinting at her experience getting interviewed by people Mm -hmm. and them being like, so what's your whole deal? You're a raw and real girl. And Mm -hmm. she's like, "Uh, there's more nuance than that. But I guess for this four minute interview, like- Tombstone pizza. Yeah, yeah, let's call myself tombstone pizza. You gotta shuck and drive a little bit. Yeah. For the the people footing the bill. Don't yeah. you guys think I'd be so good at playing that guy in the book office? What's his name? Oh, the oh, assistant? Owen? What's his name? I can't I remember. remember. I don't but the, know. When a woman's like, you're, Chill out. Yeah, you're like <laughs> Kathy Griffin meets truth theorem. They're like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, <laughs> I would say Kathy Griffin meets truth theorem. She was cracking me up. Yeah, Mindy Kaling plus um, Joan Didion. When they brought up- but you take it there. <laughs> you take it there. And you're like, I don't know where you are. <laughs> I love them. They're just like, it's like Joan Didion meets Mindy Kaling. And she's like, I love Mindy Kaling. <laughs> just completely glossing like over Joan. Um, she's like, she's good at glossing over because uh, even in the scene during the funeral when the girl's like, um, oh, no, sorry, I messed up. It's not you. You're not the girl Tourette's and obesity. She's like, I didn't think I was obese. It's like, no, she just said that wasn't you. You got to listen for one second. Yeah. That made me upset. That did make me upset. What would you do if you knew somebody was at your funeral asking your ex-wife for contact, for LinkedIn connections? If I was the dead person? Yeah. <laughs> seeing that from the, from the other um, side. Be like, get that back, sis. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Honestly. Okay. You know what? I think you're, you're totally right. I think that's exactly what he would say. Would yeah. you expect her not to ask? I don't think, yeah, she cares about her career. The wife clearly doesn't care about actual semantics of life because she's married the gayest man alive. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's kind of living in her own bubble. Yeah, exactly. I think it's really interesting because in Sex in the City, there's a similar situation where this, there's this hyper gay character and this woman marries him um, because she's like, he's such a good time, even though she knew mm-hmm. she was he was gay the whole time. And we're kind of seeing that same thing play out here. It's my destiny. To marry a gay man. Yeah. I know Amelia always walks into a gay bar with her 10 gay friends and it's like, hopefully I'll find my love of my life tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I should go to a bar that's not just gay men, but it's so hard. There's, I feel like Mm. the only bars I know about are those ones. (laughs) The other ones are scary. Yeah. Or do you, do you ever go out? Not recently. I've just been at home watching girls. (laughs) Home movies. You said, so... Bianca watched all six seasons, and so... I take ca- podcasts very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you guys do your homework, yeah. too? But um, Why you don't s- you do your homework, too? Okay. <laughs> um, but you said season six bums you out. Yeah. Wait, Can we, we talk about it? I don't know, because my dad gets angry. Oh, God. My dad listens, and we spoiled something from one season, and he got really mad at me on the phone. Listens? Yeah. That's cute. Of Thank all you. the seasons... How are we feeling season three ranks? Probably like peaking. We're mm. peaking. This is this is the peak. Yeah. This is climax. So mm-hmm. so I don't you know what I I know that people are negative, but I really like the latter seasons too. I mean, compared to all TV, it's still much better than most TV. It's yeah, better yeah. than season six of Glee, sure. That's for sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. In this episode, you already talked about it, but 
as an only child, are you ever trying to doctor fill people who have anger towards their family members? Or are you kind of like laissez-faire? No worries. No, I've learned my lesson. You don't get involved. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not catching strays from like siblings anymore. Yeah. It's really hard. Like yeah. The last time with the ones who were like really like it was really serious fighting. Mm. Like w- the the one who was like the victim was angry because the other the aggressor was like my friend. Oh, no. And the younger sister was just like by by proxy. <laughs> And all of a sudden, she was like, you're fucked up. You're seeing oh. a lot of these fights. you don't completely fights. cut her out of your life. Oh, my God. She's my abuser. I was just like, I can't. <sighs> you're you're both got to go. Like, I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and what? I did also genuinely not fuck with that kind of baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. like, you're wilding now. That's <laughs> <laughs> so scary. It's too much drama. But now I'm bored, so. So maybe. I know. You can either be angry or bored. She apologized? Yeah. Okay, most people never apologize. That's kind of that's cute. That's like a year. But okay, that is long. Time <laughs> it takes that long. It's it takes long. as long as it takes. It was on Thanksgiving, too. Ooh, okay, she, she was, was giving, giving thanks. thanks. <laughs> oh, my God. She was doing a gratefulness exercise yeah. and said, you know what? No, not the apology, the fight. Oh, the fight. It was Thanksgiving of last year, and then recently oh. she reached out. And I was like, okay. yeah, that was crazy. You know, <laughs> Holidays, emotions run high, famously. Needless to say, I, I'm sorry. I, my brain wandered <laughs> off for a sec because I can't stop thinking about how Lena Dunham is probably always compared to Mindy Kaling, and that's kind of why she wrote about it in this show. Like, I'm sure really? when she was first starting her career, I guess back then, yeah. people were always comparing her because there's just like two women that were like a little bit larger on TV writing about their experience. But the Mindy Kaling, like the Mindy Project, is a show just about like a girl having fun and doing everything wrong forever. And like never learning a lesson or being smart about it. Where and she's a rich doctor. Yeah, she's a rich doctor. Where girls is kind of like she she is learning a little bit. Um, and um, she's doing a lot of there's a lot of introspection, but um, it's still not enough. But in a completely different way that the Mindy Project is, and I could see why those shows were compared so heavily to one another, mm-hmm. at least probably during this time, and why that was like Joan Diddy and Mindy Kaling reference because it's like and those are the only English, three yeah. girls who have ever told their story. Yeah. <laughs> I never got into her lore. No, Mindy I, or no. Joan? Min, uh, Mindy Evan loves. <laughs> oh my god, I love the Mindy Project. Really? I don't. It's a terrible show, but in the right ways. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It's like okay, I... every it's so format. Like every episode's almost exactly yeah. the same, just like a different hot white guy with brown hair. Um, it's like making her feel crazy, and she makes them feel crazy, and then she eats a lot of food, and then and that's the punchline. Hmm. Yeah, I never that connected with that, but I <laughs> will say it's almost offensive. <laughs> when I was nineteen, I read um, both of Mindy Kaling's books and Not That Kind of Girl all in the same like month when I was living at my grandmother's house um, <sighs> and living in her basement and didn't have access to Wi Fi. I was really Wait, just when did this it didn't reach the basement. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> or she just didn't have any. It was like when did right- you do Harry Potter? <laughs> It was because I just finished my first year of college and I was waiting to work at a Jewish summer camp as a camp counselor mm. and I was waiting until um, school got out. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't want to go back to Texas. I'll just stay in Canada with my grandmother who will die. I should spend this time with her. Is she alive? No. And she did die. Oh, you were right. So, R.I.P. Yeah, I nailed it. I taught her how to work an iPad. It changed her whole life. For how long? Um, Three years. <laughs> Imagine learning, imagine learning Facebook like three years before you go and really going all the way Damn. up. 
Oh, I'm sure she had I'd watch so many YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in my head, Lena and Mindy's stories have been convoluted. No, I think so. So I should probably revisit the book. I I want to read her book now. Have you read it before? No. Well, no, I you bet have it'd be to. weird to write read it now, or it would be like interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You know what? We, we do have to cover one thing. And you what? know what that is? What? When she talks about, um, well, he wore all his ankles sewed in his pants. And I don't know what that means anymore. <laughs> What's exact? Do you know exactly what I'm talking about? Here, I wrote it down. A gay man showing his ankles. What does that even mean? Oh, I didn't write that on the Oh, account. no. It's because um, she she's telling Adam, like, I thought he was gay. And Adam's like, he, she ha- he has a wife? And she's like, well, he showed his ankles a lot, so I didn't think so. <laughs> no, what could that mean? And now every time I walk down the street, I'm like, clocking if people have their ankles shown or not. Yeah. Or it's shorts. like rolled up, I think. It's like rolled up enough and gay men mm-hmm. in this time were rolling up their pants. But now straight men all around the globe are rolling up their pants in a way that it is almost gay. It's kind of the gay haircut. Like gay people get a haircut and then straight people get a gay haircut. It's gentrification of style. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and then how did he die again? Uh, we don't we know because Stalker said there's no, um, there's no narcotics in his system, but no one believes that for a second. And he's found um, face down in the Hudson River. In the East River. Oh, God, East River. right. Kind of violent. That's intense. Yeah. Also, that's been happening recently. I know. Oh my god! All the murderers across the globe. All the people. I, the people leaving Austin, Chicago, uh, Brooklyn Mirage. I know. Wait, I don't know. We talked about that in the last Brooklyn, episode. Not Hudson, but I got it. Well, we did talk about it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know what it meant the first or second time I heard it. <laughs> Like one was an accident and the other one they don't know. We don't it's know. Weird. That's I mean, so I mean, even to smell that water could kill you. Is <laughs> it's, it's that toxic? Ugh. I did walk by the other day and I saw two seabirds sitting in it. Like not just like a seagull, like a seabird that was brown and with a long neck was in that toxic water. It made no sense to me. And there's like there's no fish that in here. That makes me think of an episode of girls. Yeah, we would have. I can't remember the season. It's where Marnie and Charlie reunite. Oh my god, Panic at when Central Park. When he's like, takes her on a boat to some open water somewhere. And don't they fall in? They fall in. And I was like, that is disgusting. Marnie girl. But they're just like, ha 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 And they go and have sex. That's the power of love. That's the power so. of long-term Loves love. Um, he looked so sad. I know. It looked genuine. People like, really real. like that. People love when a boy looks sad. A little sick. Um, I also like I can't get over when so Lena or Hannah when Hannah's getting upset at Caroline at the end when her book is being rejected and again she's going on this rant that you're talking about uh, we can reference that at rant again um, where she's like the Cuban refugee and the glare pens incident you want me to recreate 25 years of my life and then Caroline walks in it's like what is wrong and then she immediately snaps on Caroline after trying to be Dr. Phil this whole mm-hmm. episode it's such an amazing twist to watch this girl kind of endeavor into i mean what are you possibly <laughs> saying <laughs> endeavor into but, um you like seeing hannah fight with caroline like I, caroline just, and adam fight ye, because she's yeah, so yeah. mad about her I, dreams yeah there's a million different points i could have gone with this and i kind of didn't make one well <laughs> i think it is like when you're a creative person and your body of work is your baby and that baby is killed by a contract that is devastating and you mm. are going to lash out. And I think like, sure, 
Hannah has narcissistic tendencies, but it's also like she put her whole life into this book. She's 25 and she really thought this was going to be the thing that like sent her forward. And now it's being stripped away from her and she feels completely like she's lost everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I think it's so funny because they say anything can be art. Like anything can be your creative uh, attribute or uh, what, what? Not attribute doesn't matter so it's even like entertainment law their creative pursuit of entertainment law is trying to end other creatives lives through contracts and that's their creative art demonic and we're kind of yeah it's demonic and it's evil and that's kind of what we're watching happening in this episode is lawyers being creative has anyone made the caroline calloway connection yeah no really no i'm surprised three more we're trying to get her on she's like she's very hannah coded she donated she um Donated her book. She dedicated her book to Lena Dunham. True. The, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first so, one. So Caroline text us back. We'd love to talk to you. <laughs> um, but yeah. Did, what have you read Caroline's book? No, not yet. Yeah. It's sixty five dollars and I was listening to her on a podcast and it um she printed all in Italian leather or all Italian paper. I kinda want the audiobook. I know I want the audiobook. <laughs> Well, she's self-published yeah, right now, and then when she sells like ten thousand copies, she'll go um, publish mode okay. with a publisher. So I think we have to wait for her to send ten thousand. Mm-hmm. And last time we checked, she's only at five. Mm. And apparently, she's working on two other books she'll right now. There. She'll get there. She'll get there. How well, do we feel about um, their fight, though? Would you kick your boyfriend's sister out of your home mm. if she was like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's my house. Yeah. <laughs> You're not paying rent. For only $2,100, too, for a two-bedroom in Greenpoint. Steel. Amazing what can happen. Yeah. Steel. Finding out via TikTok that that's actually how much things really cost in Greenpoint just 10 years mm-hmm. ago, which is cool. That it's not doubled. even 10. It's cool that it's doubled. More than that, probably. Um, how do you feel about Marnie and Ray hooking up? That was, it was a strange... Were you thinking it would happen when she walked into that apartment or not really? Because I wasn't. When they like almost started to kiss, I was like, are you kidding? I couldn't. I didn't pick up on their (sighs) tension at all. Oh, I mean, Mm -hmm. I knew it was coming because I've seen the show before. But I'm going to pretend I'm uh, 17 years old watching it for the first time. Oh, my God. What the hell just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I guess it is obvious looking back because it's like the tension was building because they're both kind of like angry in the same way. No, friend groups are fucking... My and gay Marnie. friend group can't all... Everyone in my gay friend group is fucking each other right now. Literally. And it's like something bad's going to happen in six months. <laughs> Someone gets pregnant. Or not. We're not. not how that works. We're spiritually pregnant, <laughs> but, of course. But in a way... <laughs> I'm very ace too, which was another hard thing for me to relate to. In this, this show. show. Just like the nudity and the just... An ace calm person. You're like, huh, where can you put yourself? It was like a never nude. I'm just like, hmm... <laughs> Literally what me because I'm are these? I'm so never horny and they're always like really needing to fuck and I'm yeah. like ladies. <laughs> Wait, what is a never nude? You just never been nude. <laughs> like yeah, you're just like my friends haven't seen me naked. Oh totally. Right, you're you don't not really walking see each around other your naked. house naked. I'm they're so always like naked, naked all the time. I'm like that's so interesting. I know we're. It's so interesting because we live in the most body positive generation and uh, least sexually not. active. And it's not. It's, really it's not, not really not. Body positivity it's, it's like the least horny, least horny, free kind of vibe going on right now. I think freeness has it's made so us less horny image. for some reason. It's about pixels right now, mm-hmm. which is 
awesome. I will say, I've Amelia hasn't seen me naked, I don't think, yet. We've lived in this apartment for a year together, and I'm like pretty much naked in a lot of public well, spaces a I lot of time. I saw you naked in the living room this past you, weekend. Did you see? Yes. But I closed the door. <laughs> Not before I opened it. Oh, well, she saw me naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you have to do. You have to see. Were you happy? Um... To see you have... I see you naked plenty of times. I know. You love to walk into my room when I'm like, hey, give me a sec. And there's just like, you know, someone's showering, someone's peeing. Like, yeah. That's something I notice a lot where I'm like, I don't relate to that at all. Do you and have I kind roommates? of. I do. You have me- two roommates. Okay, beautiful. And um, they've never seen you naked? No. God, do I will say, it's not until I moved to um, LA. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not until I moved to LA where it's like the culture of like, when you and your friend are out, you're going to the bathroom together. Like, mm-hmm. That was never happening in Canada. It's such an intimate experience though, to go to the bathroom at the same time as your friend. I'm not like grossed out by it. I'm like, oh, that's like kind of cool. I want to do it with Amelia so bad, but she won't ever do it. I'm like, I want you to pee when I'm showering. It's so Brittany Murphy. It's so be so funny. I'm like, can you pass me my washcloth? Yeah. While I'm like, she's peeing on the <laughs> toilet. It's so like intimate. She's like, I just got this like, crazy text. It's like, oh my god, I want that to happen to me for once. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not part of our culture. Sorry. It or, could be. Uh, I guess we'll work on it. So we're moving in with my best friend from high school in two months, and I'm like, I'm not peeing while like you're she's leaving showering. This place? Yeah, we're yeah. leaving this place, finding a new place. And, if there's um, only one bathroom in the place, I'm sure there'll be lots more overlap than there has I, been. I'm like, they're like, we need two bathrooms. I'm like, no, I want intimate time with my friends, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's building community if we have one bathroom. Sorry, it's building community <laughs> if we have one bathroom. Um, Ray and Marnie, just to bring it back. Sorry, yes. They both are going through really bad breakups. So it makes mm-hmm. sense that they're kind of like both at the same intersection in their lives of trying to get over an ex and like – being like have you fucked a friend maybe that's a good sorry no. didn't mean to cut you off but no, never fucked a friend. not at all have you you know the answer to that yeah. you know why i think a big part of being gay oh ace i'm sorry yeah <laughs> you said it i'm like oh i don't believe you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um no but i think a big part of being gay is people are always fucking their friend or you fuck someone and then yeah. you become their friend totally. and I've is seen that, that happening straight Oh, you wouldn't know. I don't know. Amelia's borderline ace. <laughs> I canceled my date tonight because I didn't want to go. Exactly. Wait, but yeah. if, for why did you not want to go? Because <laughs> they want to get red wine and fuck. And I'm like, I actually have Pilates at nine tomorrow and lot. I don't want to miss it. <laughs> this is perfect. Lock me up. Okay, is there anything else we need to cover or can we move on to our fourth segment? I'm like, okay, let me do a little quick thing in my head. Okay, one quick thing. Jessa always being attracted to work at children's oriented places. Like, she was a babysitter. Now she wants her to work at a baby yeah, store. because she wants a baby. She wants a touch of innocence because she wants a baby. She <laughs> has. She wants to be, feel maternal because she feels like a child. Well, I think so. I think she, like, it's the only people that she can actually, like, emulate with are these children. So she always spends her time around them. And Lena loves to pull from real life. And before Lena got girls, she, of course, worked at a upscale baby boutique in New York. Oh, I didn't know that. And that was her job. She got paid, like, $200 a day. Nobody ever bought anything. And all she did was, like, hang that. out with the girls. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. And Jemima's pregnant during a lot of this show. So kind of also ties right. back to that. Literally. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when? I Again. think kind of around I think here around too. Around here. 
I've met her daughter. <gasps> no way. Yeah. What was she like? Just really cool. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Kind of like Chill. nonchalant. How old yeah. was she? She seemed like she was like 13. And she was cooler than any of us walk Pubescent. <laughs> Wait, why is she so cool though? Why? Yeah, like could you summarize if possible? I mean, we were at a reading. Oh, like, it was the we, coolest place you could be. We were like on the lineup for a reading at a boxing ring. Oh in downtown it keeps Manhattan. getting cooler. Your and life is perfect. Jess, uh, not Jess, her name is Jemima, was the headliner. Um, and I was super nervous. Um, and I regret not like having a real conversation with her because I tried to play it cool. But you talked to her daughter. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like high, kind of awkward, Bottom shy, phase daughter. <laughs> she was just like super cool. It was like raining. Her hair was all wet. <gasps> and her kid is oh just like. Oh my God. You did a reading at a a, a, a wrestling stadium <laughs> during a rain? It was in like a boxing ring. Oh my, my God. God. That's yeah. the coolest sentence with Jemima Kirk and her really, really cool daughter. Mm -hmm. That's the coolest sentence anyone's ever said. Yeah. Yeah, wait. I, I almost forgot happy. about that. Thank God you did. It's like I did meet her. How long ago was this? This was two years ago, right? Oh, I'm like I'm making it up. I don't remember. Okay, no pressure. Well, no not pressure. last year. It was this year. Oh, is this year? Yeah. Okay, recently. Wait, why were we not there? The fall. We should have gone. Fall. We're coming next time. Early summer. Do you do a lot of reading? Like Dream Baby Press. Oh, oh totally. God. Yeah. Baby again. I iconic reading organizers shout out hey we'll tag them um, <laughs> yeah she was just like cool mom i'm she not a regular mom i'm a cool mom she's our, so cool um, our past guest lucas battle sent us a photo a few weeks ago he was at lunch and jemima was at the picnic table next to him and she okay. looks chic as fuck and there's one yeah. comment about her was she's so tiny i could put her in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> I don't what really notice. Sentiment? I guess she yeah, she was shorter than me. I'm five <laughs> six. It's always so. crazy every time how short actors are. Yeah, I know. it's always what shocking. Because it's like they seem larger than life on our screens, but actors but are famously so the short? shortest. Why are they so short? Because you know what, the camera can add as many inches as it wants. It doesn't really matter. It's all about face and body, but kind of not or like the smaller people the are more inclined. You yeah, know why? Like, to be they, thespians, they literally their faces they are probably are. better for it. Because there's like more items. There's and it's shorter. like, <laughs> I think, this, I think the urge to perform can be played out in a sports setting or mm. a theater setting. And all the tall people are drawn to sports. Oh. Okay. Especially except since, for Adam Driver. Yeah, except for Adam. Famously 6'3". Yeah, if you're a tall person drawn to acting, it's you have a really good chance of being successful at it too. Because there's so little of them. Say that. Huh, okay, you I know did. what time it is? Girl, get, get your Glock. It's rapid fire time. <laughs> Are you a school girl? Or are you going to get schooled girl? School girl. What's your favorite utensil? Fork. Truth or dare? <laughs> Truth. Are you the voice of your generation or a voice of a generation? Probably a. Why did you quit your barista job this time? <laughs> it was late too that, many times honey that's a look who is your dr phil a yon levant aunt mm. <laughs> favorite line ever from girls that's a hard one oh just a line you really like you could even do the one you did earlier i can only remember that i've been 13 pounds oh pounds overweight my whole life it's been really hard for me yeah. <laughs> screamed 
Does Mindy Kaling go there? No, never. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what would Ray say is wrong with you? Mm, too insecure. Introspective work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ending it on an introspective note. Wait, you killed that. Okay. We've had people cry before. Okay. <laughs> yeah, too much pressure. <laughs> I am sweating a little bit, oh, but God. that's unrelated. I mean, okay, so we're now we're going to do our last segment, okay, last segment. Okay. which is that, that outfit in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So it's kind of like a compare and contrast of like what was happening then and what is happening now. And you're actually an expert because you were here for both eras of Brooklyn. Oh my god, you're, you're perfect. Yeah, the fucking belt. Yes, the belt budget. Was, the belt <laughs> was high. The cinched little, waist. They're so little and thin. <laughs> and just Dainty. Like, just a little. The littlest girls alive. Yeah, nobody's doing um, that anymore. A lot of people buns. aren't doing that, but just not in a good way. Shoshana's hair. I know. Although I don't know if I've ever seen. Well, can we talk about her hair? Her thing. Yeah. The it's donut just her thing. <laughs> it, but can we talk about Shoshana's episode of doing the classic more where she's wearing a dress and then leggings underneath that dress or like jeggings right. even. Which is the word jeggings we haven't heard in about eight years. And now mm. we're kind of, it's fun to get to see it in this episode. Because I always heard the word jeggings, but I never got to really see jeggings growing up. Um, and now to actually get such a great visual example of it really made me made me think. It made me think, of course. The baby doll dresses. Oh, those are big Hannah right wears. now. Love it. And the ones with like, with the it's like a dress up here and, and then the sweet. bottom. It's like yeah, a yeah it kind of does the like. <laughs> we made the same sound effect. Like in season four, I think when she's working at GQ, she has like her first. No, that's the next episode. Paycheck. That's yeah. the next app. She has a Sex in the City moment. Like, oh, 100 percent. Sees the dress in the window. 100 uh, percent. And it's like fugly. <laughs> the Honestly, magic of New York buying a fugly dress from the oh window. Oh my god. Oh my god. From Top Shop. You know what I noticed was um, <laughs> Top Jessa Shop. Just- smoking a vape. Oh, wait, and it's not even a vape. It's like a space cigarette. It's a space cigarette where it's just water, like vapor and nicotine. But it's kind of the coolest thing alive. But it was like so cool. It was before the vape rush. Of- and she knew the she crater was the first of vapor. it. She actually invented <laughs> being a vape god. Whoa. Is she pregnant? So, <laughs> and the way Shoshana is like, that's so cool. It's like they didn't know what they were doing when they said that. Vapes they didn't know really they were cool. giving kids across the nation popcorn lung. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember. I mean, honey, it's, I hear it every day. I walk down the street, pop popcorn lung. It's hard was to forget. huge at my high school. What is that? It's when you vape so much, you go, <coughs> and like it sounds like popcorn when you cough because no, all your breath. It's like your lung literally oh becomes eroding? all like popcorn looking because it like puffs different. out. I think. I mean, I think you're right, and I think in some ways I'm right too. I agree. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, Abbott. <laughs> It's perfect. Was there anything else? I actually the think publishing I... industry. It's like, is there? I mean, we've already talked about ebooks, but I'm like, oh yeah, the, the book deal. So I feel like the publishers were like, e-book you're so real and raw. And it's like today, nothing Hannah was writing about would be something that like a random girl would post on TikTok fearlessly. Like the way we have no inhibitions anymore as a society because of the mm-hmm. internet, like. No one has There's crazy sex stories like she does. Yeah. Like, I want to hear about the Cuban immigrant, a refugee, and the glitter pens. Like, no one has a story <laughs> like that. All the stories on TikTok are, like, girls being like, and he was in a frat, and he wasn't nice to me. And it's like, like, he stole my tabbies. He stole my tabbies. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's actually really fun. That was very girls moment. Yeah. Oh, and a tabby swiper. Oh, my God. It's so fun. I think he's kind of still at large. 
What do you mean? He's on the lam. Like, he's still out there. Well, he's definitely still out there, but she got him back. Oh, the girl got her tabbies back? He gave him back. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I didn't even hear the story. He handed them off to her. Oh, my like, God. We'd watch them the whole time. He's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. And our friend who found an air tag at her car. Oh. Don't love that. That's not cool. I always think that that's what's happening when it's like air tag near you. No, it's not. It's not that. That's not what that means. It's not too much different. Air tag near you. <laughs> it just means your friend, your phone is picking up on your friend's air tag. It is like we don't like, think oh my about. God, I'm getting <laughs> when we go to a place and we're getting on Wi-Fi and our friend is able to share the password with us, it's like we're always like how convenient, but we're not thinking about how like they know we're together. Oh yeah, like, well you click being... on it, it's the same Bluetooth Wi-Fi network kind of yeah, system. Airdropping like... is still bad for my brain. I just can't figure it out. Yeah, I can airdrop this like hour long video file to my laptop in the air in like two minutes. It changed everything. It's <laughs> so scary. It's freaking. <sighs> I'm hurt. Where does it go? Where does it all go? The cloud is actually something. Three people who know nothing. The we're cloud? like, and we know nothing. <laughs> I found out the cloud is a it's real perfect. place. What do you mean? It's like a literally a machine <laughs> like in, a big computer? on land. It's a server Storing somewhere. Stuff. It's the a supercomputer. When I found out about servers, <laughs> I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we've made it to the end. That was perfect. Any yeah. closing thoughts on the girls series? Anything? If you got home, you'd be like, I can't believe I didn't say that. I won't know until I get home. <laughs> right. And there's no Just way the to way know. way that works. I try um, and help people before, but I'm like, there's actually no saving. I mean... I definitely think it lives up to the hype Boom. after all these years, a, even the if the last two seasons are kind of weird. You gave me chills and then they went away. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the ending. It was just, yeah. I didn't understand that I, choice. I kind of, I mean, we can't talk about it yet, but. Evan's going to bravely stand strong through this entire rewatch time saying that every episode is the best one they've seen yet. And I, I might, think so. I might feel differently. I really like it. Well, I'm a, every lesson, every episode has a lesson to learn. True. That's so true. <laughs> and with under that, 30 minutes? That's I know. Under, under 30 minutes, no ads unless you have the type of max I do. And she did it before 30. I mean, it's it's commendable. I know. Literally. Nepo or not. Nepo, Nepo or, not, or not, it's commendable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wait, that's a really good end quote. Um, <laughs> y'all follow Bianca. Do you have like seven things going on? Really? Yeah. I'm like, are you aware of them? <laughs> this is like this is like when I was like, and you're directing a movie, and you have seven accounts that you run. Um, but you it's have two. I Young Nihilist, I Young Nihilist two, right? And a personal. I'm scared of getting deleted every yeah. single day of my life. You've got to plan ahead you're close. because in I this, don't think you will. But in the you're, modern you're age, fighting. every successful no. online person I know is getting. It would it's be devastating, actually. <laughs> of course. And then I have Big Titty Official. Oh my big god! Very important. What do you post on that? Big Memes titties. about having big boobs. Oh my god! Or just boobs in general. Shout out That's small boobs. So important. <laughs> they also exist. Um, <laughs> small boob nation rise. <laughs> Yeah, please rate and review and subscribe to the pod. We'd live, laugh, love that. Um, thank you so much for coming thank on. You. We're literally so excited when you said you wanted to be on. Because um, of Mackenzie, shout out. Mackenzie. Oh. She was like, you should do it. And I was like, okay. 
she's about to be on the pod too. Yeah. Oh my god, y'all will be sister mm. sister podcasts. That famous. She's, she's a big mutual. Really? Did you guys ever. meet online? Mm-hmm. Happened. And then we met IRL in LA. Oh Ooh. my god. She like rode to me in a scooter. <laughs> Oh my god! We had sushi together. It was very cute. That's, that's quintessential LA to ride and on the line. Here. Oh my god! Oh my god! Bike ha- we both bike at that read. We both on that reading <gasps> with Jemima. Oh my god! We'll have to ask her. Shivers. About Shivers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back next week with episode six. Um, season three. Season three. Which is what? Snacks. Which one's that one? This one. It's a GQ one. She gets a job at GQ. Okay. So love that era. Who's our guest? Mackenzie. And it's Mackenzie. <laughs> so here's a little God. Easter egg. Um, bye. Bye. <laughs>